everyone, Chelsea Butler with KBV here. And today I am talking about the huge topic of managing client expectations on our From the Tap podcast. My guest today is Rebecca Robinson of Monarch Lane Interiors, who just became NKBA's Tennessee chapter president this year. Welcome, Rebecca, and thank you for being a part of this important topic. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chelsea. This is great. Absolutely. I mean, I think this was your idea, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a hot topic and I'm excited to get into it. So Definitely. Yeah. So you've been in business for some 20 years now. Can you tell us what the main things are to consider when managing client expectations and maybe what some of your goals are for yourself and your clients? Yeah. So um, managing client experience is I think probably key for not only client retention, but also having a joyful business, because if we tell them what's going to happen along the way, we also keep ourselves accountable. And I feel like, um, you know, when you first start out, it's like the wild, wild west, you just do things, however, but as you learn and grow, you realize that if you don't have a system and you don't have a way to explain to them what that system is, you're, um, they're not as happy, (laughs) you know, client retention is very important. Referrals are very important. So um, managing their experience and letting them know what's going to happen is super key. It's a, it's a goal of ours. Absolutely. Because we want them to do more projects with us. We want that um, referral to their best friend. So that's, that's basically our goal It's probably number one is managing that. So I like the way we we were, I was saying expectations at first, but you're kind of calling it the, ex, the whole experience too. So not yeah. just their expectations, but the entire experience they're having working with you during the project. So I think that's good to kind of differentiate a little bit in there. Right. So that said, how do you feel client expectations have changed over the last two years? I know that's become kind of a hot topic yes. there. So I think what's different is that um, more people are doing renovations, more people are fixing up their home. That's probably what's different. Um, We were busy before all of this happened, but I think um, you also have a big amount of people that have never done a renovation before or um, never done a design project. So when they get with us, they need, they really do need some, um, not handholding, but just they need to know what's going to happen along the way. They need to know what to expect. Otherwise they just kind of, um, they feel frustrated. They feel anxiety because their only experience, if you will, is watching some of those great shows on um, like HGTV and they're fun, they're entertaining, but that's where it stops, you know, their entertainment. And so as our job has always been as designers to give them like, here's, here's the reality. Here's, here's, here's how I can help you find realistic budget. And here's the realistic timeline. I think we are also navigating through this going, okay, everything's changed. So um, I think for us over the last two years, what has changed is not just communicating and giving the client um, clear expectations about what's going to happen, but also constant communication because it's always changing and things um as far as like the lead times, those are always changing. Um, even in construction, the lead times for work is always kind of constantly changing because those guys are absolutely bombarded, like, you know, a lot more work than they've ever had kind of thing. So I think in the last two years, that's what's really changed. It's just yeah. not just managing the client expectations, but 
constant communication. And I never thought about it, you know, that, you know, over the last few years, there may have been a lot more homeowners who are first time renovators, Um, you know, so I'm wondering if like maybe a seasoned homeowner who's been through a renovation or two, maybe they kind of understand what's going on in the industry a little bit better than someone who is just starting out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's definitely true. Um, but even people that have been through renovation before, if it was more than a couple years ago, it was very different. You know, they might've been able to do a kitchen for say in like six weeks and now it's like 18. (laughs) So that's a huge difference even for them. So, um, it's, yes, they understand the world's different. They understand everything's backordered from computer chips for a car to a sub-zero refrigerator. They understand all that, but I think it's when it's happening to you that you just feel like it's unbelievable. (laughs) So we just kind of trying to manage it and letting them know where those bumps are going to be along the way. And not that we won't have them. It's when we have them, we'll help you navigate through that. (laughs) So, all right. Yeah. So that said, what are some things that could go awry during a project? If a designer like yourself, isn't managing the experience along the way. Yeah. Like I said, it's not, if it's going to go, it's going to be when, and it's something different with every project, right? You know, um, I mean, we have a situation right now where our cabinet maker can't get certain size um, wood panels. And so anyway, what I was going to say is that the things that can go awry, we're going to have them happen. Um, But if we don't have that constant communication or constant follow-up, then when it does happen, they're going to just feel left, you know, kind of in a desert and don't know how to navigate and figure out what to do through it. So what can happen though, if a designer's not paying attention is that it can, things can fall through the cracks because the cracks are bigger now, you know? So I think that if a designer's not paying attention, um, I just feel like they can lose the confidence of that client. And um, it's really hard to get back on track for sure. That makes sense. Does that answer? (laughs) I might have gone around. (laughs) So um, what's some feedback that you've gotten through the years from your clients about what might've been better communicated or improved Mm -hmm. during a project? Yeah. You know, I realized um, right when this, uh, you know, March of 2020, I had a client say, when are my drawings going to be done? And I was like, you know, I pretty much, I looked through my emails because I feel like I did very good at, you know, communicating in emails. Um, I let this client know that in three weeks they'd get their drawings, but that was an email three weeks ago, you know? So I feel like what I learned from that is that it's not enough to tell somebody the process um, or your design process one time, maybe in a letter of agreement or a welcome packet, it's just not enough. So what I feel like and what I've learned is that they need more. Um, Like in social media, we need to hear, from somebody 10 times before we notice them. Well, I think our clients have a lot of noise coming their way too. So I feel like we need to be able to tell them. I, we tell them our process in, in a LOA, in a welcome packet. Um, when they sign on with us, I send them a video welcome message and kind of a tour. And we can talk more about that in a minute. Um, a video presentation when I meet them at their house and we're going over the process every single time. And then even in a weekly email, like, so that's a lot of communication 
but I feel like it has made our jobs more joyful and we have strong relationships with these clients. I mean, they don't even have to worry. They know the problems will probably happen, but they don't have to worry because they really think we're on top of it. And we are. So I think that's what's kind of changed. So you said it's important for potential clients to schedule a call with your firm as the Mm -hmm. first step in the process. Can you go into a little more detail on that? Yeah. So being a busy design firm, you know, there are many days that we're out on site visits um, or we're shopping with clients or what have you. So I want to make sure that they schedule it because there's certain days we're in the office, certain days we're out. And if they schedule it, then I know that I have time just for them. Um, and it's time that I can really focus on their project and the questions that they have so I can direct them to the right, uh, design package that we offer. And also they get a questionnaire when they schedule that call. So I know like what they're working on, what their potential budget is. So I can really kind of help them and serve them well in that call. Yeah. So that scheduling is huge. If they just, if I just picked up the phone and I was on a job site somewhere, I don't think I could really give them the best that I have. (laughs) So you said that your firm offers services at every level. Can Mm -hmm. you tell us more about that? Yeah. So we wanted to make design accessible at many different levels. I mean, we have some clients that are ready for the full renovation and the full service. And then the next project they might have might be a little smaller. So we just want to, we want to offer something at every level. So for instance, Um, our kitchen design packages, we have one that's like a refresh. So if you're only, uh, if you're keeping your cabinets and you need all new countertops, backsplash, all that sort of thing, we have a package at that level. And then we have the full gut your kitchen package, but in other things too, since we are a full full service design firm, we have maybe e-design for that client, even if they live around the corner, um, let's say they enjoy the shopping and they don't want full service. We have, you know, a package for them too. So if they wanted to just kind of get the recipe and the designs, but want to implement it themselves. Um, so we have that offering. So we have several packages um, and we find that it works even to a uh, design consultation. If somebody just wants us to come in and choose paint colors um, and sometimes those packages lead to bigger ones but we feel like that gets their foot in the door, lets them kind of experience how it is to work with a designer. And then they can always expand and and, uh, choose more from there. So, yeah. Has your firm always offered all those options or has that been something you've kind of pivoted and kind of tweaked through the years? uh, I do think that through the years you learn, um, you have to know like to do a flat rate for anything, you have to know like how many hours it took Um, so again, in managing their expectations, I feel like in the beginning, when you don't have enough data, you just have to charge them hourly and you you hope for the best and you try to estimate how many hours something's going to take, but having done this for quite some time and, and really tracking our time, um, we're able to offer these flat rates for certain rooms or certain projects, but with clear deliverables. So in other words, if we are doing a kitchen package, we give them like, here is what you're going to get. Um, I do feel like if we, in the beginning and you're doing hourly and that's fine, but we're still watching the hours on the back end. So if we've sold a design package, it's super key for us to go, okay, now we, we do know how many hours internally that that project is going to take and we still track it. So, um, yeah, I do think that that leads to more joyful process with clients because they know they're all in number. I feel like it also 
um, they feel like they have us like an all-inclusive resort when they sign with us. So it doesn't feel like, gosh, what is going on? It, that's just one more way to manage their expectation because they don't have to wonder what is this going to cost, you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's a great idea. So you but told it's not me something little- that's easy to do in the beginning. That's for sure. You have to kind of grow into that and know how many hours something takes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I suppose that you'd have to spend a little time knowing yeah, know, having some practice in various projects to be able to kind of tweak those to what you need. That's right. So you had told me a little bit about your kitchen project planner as a way that you all manage client expectations. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So this was definitely something that I created because we were getting lots of questions from potential clients or even clients that we were already working with. And the idea is that everything on Pinterest is, um, you know, only (laughs) $30,000, you know, this kitchen right here. And I don't even know if we could get cabinets for that kind of thing. So I just, it's just what you don't know what you don't know. And I really feel like a lot of people were wanting to start projects and had no idea what was involved and what was driving costs. So this kitchen project planner is just a a free download on our website, Um, but it has like cost versus value reports that is put on and it's nationwide. You can plug it in and find out like what do things cost in your area, in your region, and in the whole um, United States. Um, So it has that cost versus value. It has what levels of um, things drive your costs from cabinetry to appliances, and then really helping them walk through planning that kitchen project. And I feel like for me putting it together, it helps me explain it even more, right? So like if you're teaching something, I'm like, I even get it even more. So, but that was a good tool that we felt like would help people. And again, manage that expectation of what to, what's this going to be involved in? What, what do I have to do to get ready for this project? Yeah, that's so helpful. I just, whenever I get a kitchen project underway, I want to use that for sure. Cause it just seems like it would take any guesswork out of it. Cause they're going to have so many questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's really helpful. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about the presentation you mentioned earlier that you do at your client's homes to describe in detail what will happen at each step. Um, So is that part of the kitchen project planner or is that something different? It's something different. Um, So this is a, basically a presentation I put on my iPad so that when I'm going to that first initial kickoff meeting, um, the first thing I do, and you know, everybody, when a designer walks in their home, they're like, let me show you around. You know, it's something they're like excited. You're there, but it's like, (laughs) first let's sit down and let's go through like how this how this relationship is going to work, how this business transaction is going to go down, basically. So we sit down, I've got my iPad out and I go through and it's basically a slideshow and I'm going through. um, So let's say it's a kitchen project. I'm just going to give you that as an example. We do all types of rooms, but we figure out before we're going to go there, how many weeks this project's going to take. And we communicate that with them. But basically that slideshow is going through every week and every design phase and it's not a lot of words on there. It's just a prompt me to remember what to say, you know, but it's basically going through the phases and what they can expect. And um, it lets them know that we've thought through how this is going to work and how we're going to do this. Now, that same information is in our welcome packet. Again, I don't, you know, they may read it, they may gloss over it, but this is me eye to eye showing them what we're going to do 
and, and how our process works. So it's really like probably the most effective than just any communication through email or, you know, packages. Yeah. It's probably the best. Yeah. So when you mentioned that your clients, you know, sometimes get excited and they want to show you, is it their excitement about showing you like everything that's wrong and that needs to be fixed? (laughs) Yeah. I think that happens throughout the years. I've felt like, you know, as soon as you walk in, they want to show you every room that they ever want you to help them with. But I do feel like it's, um, it's benefiting them more if we focus on the room they've hired us for. So I will politely say, I can't wait to help you with that other room. Let's focus on the room that you um, have decided to work on first and let's sit down and talk through how this is going to work. And again, when we're done with that presentation, they're fired up. They're like, okay, let's go. And so then we go into the space that we're actually working on and we, you know, it's kind of like a diet. If you don't see progress in certain areas, you won't keep going with it. So I feel like if they just let us help them with the room or rooms that they've hired us to do, they, they need to see a, a quicker return rather than just walking through their whole house. It's not beneficial to them if we do that. Right. And I guess they also don't understand that not all of that can take place at one time unless they were planning to move out for the entire right, right. Right. I mean, renovations are a huge disruption to your life. And if there's one thing that I communicate with them is that we do all the planning up front so that we can have as less of a disruption in your life as possible for sure. All right. So you also mentioned that you developed something in regard to the emotional timeline of the project. And I'm, I'm dying to hear about what that's all about. This is fun. I really love this one. So it's, it's part of my presentation in that slideshow that I have when I go to their house and it's just one slideshow. And I tell them, I'm like, this is the best I need to, you know, go over this with you. This is how you're going to feel. And so in that presentation, it's basically like a chart where it bumps up, where your emotions are high and you feel great when you've hired a designer and we come to your house and then you have to wait for concept again. So it goes down. Then we show you design concept. It's exciting. It's um, you're seeing like the potential of your space, 3d renderings. It's pretty cool. And then it goes down, you know, again, when you've paid all this money for product and you see nothing happening. So I just kind of go through the whole entire design phase with us so they can see what they're going to be feeling. And they, they see it ahead of time. That's one great way to manage expectations is to let them know they are going to go through it. (laughs) They're going to go through all the feelings. Um, And I've had such great responses to that, you know, first, maybe nothing, you know, it's just me telling them how this is going to go. But I've had several clients come back and say, you're right. I didn't like any other day during construction other than the first one. (laughs) Um, So I do feel like, and it's just a a cute little image that shows your emotions. And, um, but I think it really helps them to understand that we know what they're going through. A lot of times, again, whether these are people that have gone through renovation before, or they have never, um, your experience is never going to be the same anyway. So they may have um, an experience where it was just perfect or it has been horrible. Either way, they need to know that we know they're not alone and they're not the only ones that have felt this way. So I just feel like that's a huge one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, getting to so specific to actually be able to tell them how they might feel during yeah. every step of the process, I think would be so helpful. So they'll, they're prepared for the miserable day or week or whatever it is to the excitement building up around completion for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So how does the design software you use help to manage client expectations? Yeah, so we use a software called MyDoma Studio, and it has been essential for our business. I would say that um, I can't run it without it, <laughs> but I've been using it for about five years. What it is, is it is basically a portal that our clients sign in and they can do everything in our, um, their design studio portal. So um, from paying any invoices, if they bought product through us, um, to uh, contracts and proposals, estimates, their products that we're going to use on their project, and then all of their drawings that um, all the deliverables, that sort of thing. It's all in that one online studio. And then we can communicate with them through the studio too, like an email portal as well. And so if we're able to keep all the parts of their project in one place, not only are we able to stay more on top of all the details, um, but as a team, like as a design team, if one person's out and sick or they're just on vacation, we can keep running, you know, because we see all their stuff and it's not getting lost in an email somewhere. Um, so that's one really great thing. Um, and then again, when they buy that package from us, it gives them complete and total access to their online studio, but I usually send them an email uh, video so that they can say, like, get a little tour around the studio because it's something new, you know, it's not something they're used to. Um, so again, I think that helps us stay really organized. And there's several stores out there, but uh, it, what I have researched is that this is, this is it for us, for sure. <laughs> So you mentioned that you, you make all your client appointments up front. How are you able mm -hmm. to do that? So let's say they buy a package on our website and, um, and then it gives them access to this portal. They can make the appointment right there and they make the appointment for the first meeting. And then um, when we go to their home, so they're, they're really only able to schedule that first initial um, meeting. Um, and it attaches to um, Calendly. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. But yeah. Calendly is then attached to my our Google Calendar. So it knows the days that we do appointments and the days that we're in-house, like doing drawings and such. So when we were at that first initial kickoff meeting, though, that is when we are... Um, since we have planned out every week what's going to happen in their project, we know the weeks that we have meetings. And so after I've done that presentation, I will say, okay, let's plan out all of our meetings. On week three, we're going to do this meeting. On week seven, we're going to do this meeting. And I need all decision makers to be there. I just tell them that's what I need. Um, because number one, we know that if, um, let's say the wife goes shopping for tile with me and the husband's going to maybe look at it later, the whole thing could change and they've wasted um, all that time we've lost, you know, ground kind of. So um, I request that all decision makers are at those meetings, but if we plan them ahead of time, we can all be there. So, um, and then we know what's happening in every week as well. Right. So um, that's how we're able to schedule. And so we don't do them the very first day, but when we do the kickoff meeting, we schedule all those meetings. It's very helpful. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so after all this, all these things that you've worked on throughout your career to manage the experience for clients, what's your advice to other designers when there's just, there's a client that you just can't manage their expectations? Like it's just not going to work out no matter what you're, you're doing. Yeah. So um, it depends on what 
stage you have reached that point? I mean, if you are at the very beginning and you're seeing a lot of red flags and they're just, um, you have to be first clear on how you want to do business. And, um, you know, I would never walk into a restaurant and tell them how I'm going to pay or how I want them to deliver my food, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you as a business owner need to know first how you are going to conduct business. And if people are kind of butting heads with you in the beginning, you sort of need to be like, well, this isn't going to work. I'm not the right fit for you. You know, that it's not you, it's me. <laughs> but if it happens later in your mid project, I think it's very important to face-to-face, whether it's Zoom, like, you know, or in person, I think it's important to say, hey, let's have a meeting. Let's figure out where, you know, maybe I've misunderstood you. Um, I just want to get on the same page with you. It's, it's a, I think, a way to show love and service to someone when you say, I understand things are kind of confusing right now. Let's, let's have a face to, you know, face to face and let's talk. So if that's happening mid project, that's what I would suggest. And when they see your eyes and see your face and connect with you, it's not just an email. I would never do any of that on an email. I think that everything softens and you might realize, oh, that's where something got missed. And you just need to take notes for the next time, you know, because I think with every design project, we learn. Um, if we weren't learning, we weren't working, right? Because something's always happening for us to learn from. But that's what I would do if it's the middle of the project. If it's towards the end, I mean, you still want to kind of do the same thing, but then you're just in like, how do I wrap this project up? And maybe I don't work with them in the future. Maybe this isn't right for them or us, but um, you've got to find a way to serve them well, where you can finish it and finish it well. Um, But I always feel like wherever you have a hiccup, it, it kind of needs to be a conversation. Well, I can't even imagine that any of our clients ever have any complaints about your, you and your service. You have, you know, Sweet. told us about so many things that you provide and you've given our audience, I'm sure some really great ideas, whether they're, you know, people just starting out with the firm and then how they might, you know, expand services, go into more, um, different kinds of offering. Um, I love the whole, you know, telling them how they're going to feel throughout the process, giving them some control over, you know, what's coming next and your software and everything. So this has been a really great discussion. I really appreciate it. And, um, we'll have you on again when you have some, some updates to the process, which I'm sure you will soon. It's been fun. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, most definitely.